0: Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes,
1: Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory M.D. See you there. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. Welcome to another week of amazing, amazing opportunities to face your fear and emerge victoriously. Today, we have the pleasure of having Ty Belknap on our show. And Ty, you're going to tell us all about who you are and what you are up to.
2: Awesome, sure, man. Really glad to be here
1: awesome 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 yeah yeah we're dying to find out who you are what you what what makes you take like wow you know what you're up to so let them have it
2: i'm a simple person so what would you like to know
1: so what's your story because everybody's got a backstory right
2: <laughs> uh, i actually have a quite a, a background so it all depends on where you want to start we could start with when I lived on the streets of Seattle as a teenager, which was a, a very difficult time of my life. Or we could start with me being a scuba dive master and beach bum in Hawaii, which was much more fun than living on the streets. <laughs> There's all sorts of places. Um, I've I've lived several different lives, I would say. Uh you know, from being, I even went from a beach bum to being a techie nerd, and now I run an online marketing company. So there's a whole lot we could go towards. What would you be interested in starting with?
1: Well, you know what? We talk about fear on the show, and I cannot imagine ah. anything more fearful than actually being a youth living on the streets. So how about we start there?
2: Living on the streets for any adult is extremely difficult. Uh, for a teenager, it's almost impossible it really is i i i can't tell you how many of my friends didn't make it it was it was a very difficult time um uh i can't tell you exactly i don't know if i'll get into exactly how i how i found or i got there but being on the streets was was very tough and um just. this it's it's tough to explain even. It, and I like how you talked about fear because that really is your life when you live on the streets. That's everything. And that was a huge thing for me to overcome. Even after I moved off of the streets, I still had that fear, that street kid fear that anything and everything can be taken from you at any given time. Even if you have nothing, what you do have could be taken from you at any time. Uh, during the period of time when I lived on the streets there were no youth services at all there were a lot of street gangs in the area that I lived and so they would roam around and they would beat up street people all the time that doesn't happen quite so much anymore that I know of but it was it was a really rough time it was back in the in the late 80s that I was in the on the streets and and like I said even when I got off the streets I moved to Hawaii there was a great opportunity of course much better place to live than the cold streets of seattle (laughs) and but i still had that fear inside of me of being a street kid and and i i started i believe either three or four different businesses in hawaii and failed at all of them very quickly mostly because i didn't believe that i could make it um that's another thing when you live on the streets is is you you have no self-confidence You have no belief in yourself and there's no one around you that believes in you either because every person around you doesn't believe in themselves. And so there's, there's no support network at all. It was a very difficult thing to overcome. And it took quite a lot of of changing, uh, of directly wanting to change my mindset from a, from a mindset of fear to a mindset of positive expectation. And it took several years for me to, to be able to do that.
1: How did you do that? Because that is something that is something that um, isn't um, innate, I would say. Uh, Usually when people are going through evolution in their personal development like that, they, you know, they come across a mentor or they um, they have a particular failure that prompts them to to look to change in that particular area and then it leads to the next personal development Mm -hmm. growth and the next and the next. So how did that look for you? Like, how did you go from not having the confidence to then getting to the place where you felt like, okay, there's no need to really be afraid anymore. There's not physical danger. Like there was when I was back in Seattle, Mm -hmm. there is Only the the mental danger of me thinking that I can't do it. Like, how do we get there?
2: My first mentor, interesting that you say that because I really think of this person as a mentor. There was one day when I was walking down the street and there was a very old man, a homeless man sitting on the side of a building. And and he must have been at least forty or fifty, you know. <laughs> <But back laughs> That's old back then, right? <laughs> yeah, back when you're sixteen years old, forty. Right, but, right, I mean, he he had to have looked like he was eighty or ninety, though. He was he lived on the streets his whole life. And I sat down next to him, and he asked me for money, and I laughed at him, and I said, "Do I look like I have any money?" <laughs> and he he actually gave me a couple of dollars, and he said, "You know, life." really sucks go get something to eat that was this is my mentor (laughs) because he two things one he gave me the money he showed me this generosity and he didn't have a lot of money so there's this generosity there even though he had nothing but what really makes me say that he was my mentor is I took a really hard look at him and I said if I don't change this is going to be me I have to get out of here And the fear of staying on the streets got even worse than the fear of not being on the streets, you know, or the the fear of the situation. And so that's when I really started working hard about at least physically changing, you know, where I was. The mental changes were more difficult. Like I said, I I grew, not grew up, but my, my teenage years were on the streets, and so I didn't understand the the mental ways or how important it is to have a, a positive mental attitude how important it is to have that kind of thing I knew nothing about any of that and I don't remember exactly when I first started learning it I started li- listening to cassette tapes that was back when those were around uh, oh, I remember those named... okay uh, <laughs> I started listening to the cassette tapes by Zig Ziglar and um and some other positive motivational people. And that started helping me to see what I was doing. But even today, there are times where something will happen that is not necessarily the most positive thing. And I still have to battle that street kid attitude of, well, of course it's not happening right because I'm not good enough. Uh, Even yesterday, I was listening to something And that popped into my head and I have to battle that and say, of course I'm good enough. Why wouldn't I be, you know, I'm here. I'm alive. I've got all these great things. It's, I I tell people today, it's, it's, it's as impossible as it was to live on the streets of Seattle. I was rich because the average kid in India doesn't even own a pair of shoes. And I had two pairs of clothes. So compared to a kid in India, I'm rich. You know, it's, I tell people, yeah, sometimes I did actually eat out of garbage cans, but these are the garbage cans of five-star restaurants. (laughs) Kids in India are eating out of dumps. (laughs) So (laughs) you you take a look at your situation and and you realize how much worse it could be compared to what it is now. But also, and, and this was to me, the big thing was starting to really visualize a future for myself. And and a lot of people talk about visualizing what you want. You know, I want to be a millionaire. So visualize being a millionaire. But if you don't believe that you can be a millionaire, visualizing it all you want won't help. Mm -hmm. And so you need to visualize something that you can act. You believe that at some point you could actually achieve. And it and visualizing having money really to me, isn't the best visualiz- visualization anyway because you want a strong something, a strong that pulls you. And I'd rather visualize having the house that I want, having the car that I want, having having the the feelings, being filled with joy in my life, even when maybe happiness isn't there. So I'm always filled with joy in my life now, whether things go right or wrong, and. So to me, those are much more important than saying having a certain amount of money. And of course, money is good, but you think about it, money in itself doesn't really do much. It doesn't even burn that well. (laughs) It's the things that money can buy that you really want.
1: Oh yes, no, this is so true. And so you touched on quite a few things there because um, yes, your mindset is the thing that is the most powerful, but you are absolutely, absolutely right when you say that. You know, just visualizing something pretty abstract like I want to be a billionaire, that is not really the thing that's going to activate the why you want that, right? Because, you know, like you said, you have to have something that is deeply emotional, that's gonna be able to pull you out of the pit when you've fallen in and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna throw in the towel now. You know, you need something that's going to just cause you not to not to stop okay mm-hmm. because i'm i'm going to say that you know we all fail right this is something quote unquote fail even though i don't believe in failure because right. to me when you you don't do well at something or you quote unquote you know you know fail at it or whatever they want to term it you still mm-hmm. are getting a lesson from it and that thing is going to help you to be a better person so you know failing forward i guess is a better better way to put it because then that way you know that you're always going to be making progress even if that thing that you tried, doesn't work. So in business, I'm sure you've seen this, you know, like, for example, you, you, you even mentioned this, that like, um, you tried several businesses when you first went to Hawaii and, um, you know, they were not quote unquote successful maybe, but, but they were though, because they were, they, they gave you the experience that allowed for you to be where you are today. I'm sure. Like, even if it wasn't physical, like, even if it wasn't like a tangible thing, like maybe you were selling something and Mm -hmm. nobody bought them, right? But then what you learn from that is you can you have to talk to people and you have to be able to relate to people in order to be able to get them to trust you in order for them to be able to buy something from you right Or yeah. you may have learned that I'm just like speculating what, what the things that you may have learned, but you may have learned that you know maybe the thing that you were trying to offer did not serve the pain point of the people you were offering it to, right And so mm-hmm. you know there's so many things that you can learn from. not quote unquote being successful at something, right? And so the same thing is true when you're looking at your, when you're, when you're visualizing, and I love that you use the word visualizing, because that is the thing that is the most powerful, because if you can, if you can utilize your mind and, and tap into the power that it has, and you can literally, you know, say, for example, you know, you can see yourself on. And, and I'm going to be sharing one of my visions now. You can see yourself on a uh, veranda of a AMO, uh, AMA um, uh, waterway uh, ship, boat, I guess. Maybe it's not a ship. A boat going down the Danube. Your family's there. You got two suites. You know, you're sitting on, on the veranda. You are smelling the crisp air because it's fall time and you're looking and you're seeing the amazing architecture that is lining that riverbed, that river, and you are sipping on some wine that is local, you know, local fare for that area. You know, if you can visualize what you're wearing, you can visualize what you're tasting, you can visualize what you're smelling, what you're seeing. If you can make it that real, that thing is going to happen. So that's the difference between saying I want to be a millionaire and saying I want to be able to establish a a home for girls in India where I'm going to help young women to be Mm -hmm. able to turn their lives around and to get an education so that they can contribute to society and they can make their lives even more elevated and be able to help their villages and help their children and help their families. And I could see the saris that they're wearing and I could see, you know, and I could smell, the, I could smell the spices of the food that they're cooking in celebration of their success. And mm-hmm. I could, you know, you have to make it real. And so I think that's the piece that a lot of people miss. And I'm so glad that you yeah. mentioned it. Because, you know, it's so easy for people to be like, throw out a goal, right? I mean, I guess these are
0: goals.
1: (laughs) Throw out a goal, but yet not have that piece, not have it attached to a why so that they can actually truly visualize what it is like to reach that place where that goal is accomplished. And so if they can't do that, then they can't backtrack, reverse engineer, and then hit all of the small goals that need to be hit in order to achieve the big goal. So yeah. you told me this is what you did, right? Mm-hmm. So that is that is so important because there's no way yeah. that you can go from. So the interesting thing that you also told me is that you, know, you were inspired by somebody that and in a way, it kind of seemed to me like when you sat down next to this gentleman and you know, you know, I'm I'm assuming he was he was, you know, not dressed to the nines in like a, you know, a shark tooth <laughs> suit or something. And Definitely you know, not. he's sitting, he's <laughs> sitting on the floor there on the corner the building. And maybe he, you know, maybe he hasn't taken a shower in a couple of days. And his hair is unsheveled, you know, disheveled and, you know, whatever. And you sat down next to this guy and he's like, looking at you like, Hey, man, you got money, you know? (laughs) And I mean, I don't know if if he was saying, Hey man, you got money because he wanted to see what your response was, or he was saying, Hey man, you got money so that he could trigger something within you that would maybe say, dude, I'm 16. I don't really want to be like this guy. I don't want to be on the streets when I'm 50. Right. I mean, maybe the guy wasn't 50, but like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe he was trying to push you to see that this is not the end like that you should want more and and, and so you know it seems yeah. like that worked right and then <laughs> this is the gangster piece he hits you with the all right man here's a couple bucks go get some food like life yeah. you know this is that this is not it like he's like dude this is this is not it you cannot let these be, this be the final stop on your train. Like you, you have a train that's going places, and you need to get on it and go and go to those places. And here's a here's a little couple bucks to kind of get you the fuel you need to get going. You know, so that whole yeah. that whole story, that whole like. I'm picturing it in my mind as you're describing it. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm totally seeing it. You know, I'm I'm seeing like a a red you know brick building, and I'm seeing like you know I'm seeing the glass doors that are like really close <laughs> to the edge of the of the of the building, and I I could see like the reflection of a a, a, a more a, a more mature man sitting down, mm-hmm. disheveled, maybe wearing some raggedy clothes, and you know, and he's like sighing and i see this young kid sitting next to him and you know kind of almost reluctantly (laughs) sitting next to this guy but something is pulling you there something has made you want to sit down next to him and have a conversation and then this guy drops it you know he's like hey can and you're like what and then the next thing he says (laughs) is man you better go live your life you better get up out of here and go live your life this right here this right here is not it You know, and so it is those moments that we have. And and that is a pretty dramatic moment. I mean, you, the, the, I don't know what the, the real backstory is, like the, even the thing that led you to be on the streets, but it couldn't have been good, right? (laughs) Nobody like does, decides to go live on the streets like at that age. So it had to be something very traumatic, something horrible, even. And then for you to have survived. And again, I don't know how many, I don't know how many years you're out there, but like, I can't even imagine like um, a couple of weeks out there or even like, um, you know, a few days out there, but yeah. it sounded like you were out there for more than a few days and maybe even more than a few weeks. It sounded like you were out there for quite a while.
2: A couple of years. And
1: so, you know, these couple of oh. years. And so now this is like a whole nother level, right? Because yeah. now you are like in a situation where you're not getting the, the structure. You know, even a dysfunctional family provides structure right. and some form of security, right? You know, yeah. and so you you don't have that. You are forced then to, you know, basically monitor yourself, right? Do yeah. do things and provide for yourself. The things that someone who is more experienced would be providing for you. And then you are having to make adult sized decisions in the mind of, uh, uh, you know, I just finished being a child mind, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so, you know, there are so many layers to that, right? You you face fear on a daily basis on the streets, right? You face fear every time you close your eyes on the street. I'm pretty sure. I I don't ever live on the streets, but I, I can just imagine right? Because you said, you said it, you said, even when you have nothing, someone can come and take your nothing from you. Yeah. So, you know, that right there, that is the ultimate in training as far as facing your fear and having the tools, even though you didn't realize it until years later to have success. And so now
2: I agree with that. You even
1: mentioned it. Like you even said it. You said yesterday, you had a thought that came into your mind. And that thought was, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough for this. Right. But what happened is the years of initially listening to Zig Ziglar's uh, (laughs) tapes and then, you know, all the other things that you did to train your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, those are the things that allowed for you to, number one, recognize. That you were having a fearful thought and then number two understanding that you acknowledge a thought and then mm-hmm. you escape it like you say no i'm not gonna let yeah. that one determine what my next steps are you know so exactly. to me that, that's like another level of facing fear because yeah. you know it, that's the thing that drives you right that's the thing yeah. that drives you forward that's the thing that drives you to success and you know it's huge people People spend years and years and years and years and never get that level of, um, I want to say, I don't know how I would describe it, but like, like fear facing maturity. That's what I'm going to call it.
2: Okay. So fear facing maturity, <laughs> I like that. you know?
1: And so, you know, I say kudos, kudos to you
2: Thank you.
1: because that is Thank a you. huge lesson, right? And the people who are listening to this, you know, if they're not encouraged then something's wrong. Fearless Freedom Tribe, if you're listening to (laughs) Ty's story and you're not encouraged and shame on you, right? Because check it out. You have no excuse, right? You have absolutely no excuse. Oh, I'm afraid to try that, try to learn something new. Oh my gosh. Why are you afraid of that? Is it something that is going to be physically dangerous to you? Do you feel like when you close your eyes, someone can come by and take away your nothing? Do Mm -hmm. you have that? No. So Ty has now proved that you have no excuse, yeah. no excuse.
2: I love to, uh, I, I coach homeless teens a lot and I like to do it in a bit of a more organized um, thing because I like to have the organizer say, you know, this person lived on the streets as they were a teenager. And now I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Ty Bell now. And so I like them to see that where they are is not where they have to stay. And it doesn't matter whether you're on the streets or not. I graduated high school with a 1.89 GPA. I graduated my doctorate with a 3.99 GPA. (laughs) And so it literally, where you are does not have to be where your life is going to be in 10 years or even one year. It all depends on, and I'm not saying that maybe it will physically change, but you have to change your mind before you change your location. It, it, you have to get it right in your head. That's why the biggest thing I see now, especially when those fears come up, I literally tell myself, that's the old you. That's not the person you are anymore. The person you are now is this. And I'll, and I'll say something positive about, about myself. And that reminds me literally that, that I'm not that person anymore.
1: That is awesome. That's awesome. hey it's dr g and i just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode i'm so honored to have you here with me did you know that i can help you to get your own podcast started with my podcasting launch course for professionals i walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast i'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done-for-you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the the behind-the-scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. So now, now you got to tell us. So we, 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 we heard about the the tumultuous uh, past, (laughs) right? And then we also heard that you said, we heard you say that you were in Hawaii and you tried several Mm -hmm. things and then you had your personal development breakthrough while you were there. Um, Now we need to know, how did you get then to the success that you are currently?
2: Well, in Hawaii, like I said, I, I, I say that I failed at several businesses and in a way that I did because I truly believe the only way you can fail is by quitting and I quit them. Not necessarily that I didn't take the information to do things better later, but if I I truly believe if I would have stuck at it and learned more, then I would have been a success at, at those businesses. And I did definitely learn more from failure than you do from success. So I did learn quite a lot. But after being in Hawaii for five years, I lived there for five years and, and I like to personally I like to explore. And so Hawaii is a beautiful place. But the island I lived on was literally 50 miles. That's how far you can drive. Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) And and if you want snow, you're in the wrong place. (laughs) And so I moved back to the Pacific Northwest, a different area. I I didn't live in Seattle. I didn't, a lot of bad memories were from there. So I went, chose a different area. And I got into the technology field. I actually um, started selling computers and I got offered the job and I took it. And, and the funny thing was, in the, in, my, in the back of my mind, it's like, I'm not a salesman. I, I don't even know how to sell. And I was still getting over that, that self-confidence. And my self-confidence was getting a little bit better. But I, I just knew in the back of my mind, I wasn't good at sales. And your mind will accomplish whatever you think about the most. So I just proved that I wasn't good at sales for the next three years. <laughs> but what I did learn was that I loved working on computers. And I, I love the technology side of it. And so I actually became a network engineer. I worked at Microsoft and Hewlett Packard and Compaq when it was still around. And the last time I worked at Microsoft, they were doing their first round of layoffs. And I didn't really enjoy working at Microsoft too much. It's a, it's a tough, co- or it's much easier now. Back then it was a tough company to work for. They were very demanding. And so I asked my boss to lay me off, started my own business, my first year in business, I literally made 10% of what I made my last year at Microsoft. (laughs) And, and I got to the point where I, after the first year I said, here I am failing again. But by then I had already, I've been working on my mental attitude and everything. And that's when I had started to say, no, that's the old me. What's the new me going to do about this? Because I, this is what I want to do. I love doing what I'm doing. At that time, I was a web design company. Now I do uh, online marketing and web design. But I said, what am I going to do? If I fail here, I have to go back and get a job and work for somebody else. So to me at that point, failure was not an option. So I started learning. Like I said, at that time, all I did was web design. I didn't know marketing. I didn't know how to sell still. So I took sales classes. I took marketing classes. I found out that I'm kind of good at that, which is why we're a marketing company now. I found out the things that I'm not good at, like bookkeeping. So I hired a bookkeeper. And, and that's what I tell people that are in small business. Yeah, when you first start, you've got to wear every hat. Yes. but define, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, But define each hat that you wear and figure out which hats you don't want to wear. The ones you don't want to wear the most Soon as you get enough money, hire someone to do that hat, whether it's yes, part-time yes. Or, or whatever it is. Take that off your plate. Concentrate on the things that you love to do. Let other people do the things that you don't love to do. And you will have a successful business.
1: This is so true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's so many lessons there. Oh my goodness. Like, and and, and I'm I'm kind of having my own flashbacks because. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> have had a few businesses over the years and that is so so true you know in the beginning you definitely are doing every single thing and you kind of get to a point where you almost have I mean I don't know if you did this but like you kind of have a little bit of a control freak attitude because you're just kind of like okay well I know if I do it it's gonna get done and you know you you start not to trust other people but the moment you you like let go of that foolishness right because it's foolishness the moment (laughs) you let go of that foolishness and you actually hire it out and you you get people who are actually good at the thing doing it oh my goodness it's yeah. like leaps and bounds like there's that's no the, no 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 comparison to that
2: right and that's the point where you stop being a solopreneur and start being a business owner when you ah, let, nice. you start nice. letting go you will always be a solopreneur if you don't let that go and it's scary because you're scary, giving yeah. someone else. I mean, I was giving someone else control of my money and not that they had control of the accounts, but they had control right. of all the balance yeah, sheets the bookkeeping, everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: And that yeah. was very scary for me because I'm sorry, when I lived on the streets, what was the most important thing? Money. Well, mm-hmm. food. <laughs> right,
1: right. But I mean, the one, I one list, another, right? So yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. And so, yeah, giving up control of that was very difficult for me. It, it took me a while to do that. I think I was in business for two or three years before I did that. And wow. I, I could afford it. One thing I didn't say. So my first year I did 10%. I realized my mindset wasn't right. I changed my mindset. I, I changed the way that I wanted to do business. My second year, I made almost as much money as I did my last year, at Microsoft.
1: Oh, fantastic. And, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: And so, it's, and it's just, and it's all, that's what I say. It's all about your mindset and you, you can not that it's about money but you can make more money by having a more positive mindset and believing that you can do it
1: yeah Yeah, no absolutely yeah there's a whole there's a whole like thing about mindset around money and you know having a a mentality of abundance versus that of scarcity that is very powerful too so yeah no that that's fantastic wow so now you got to tell us now that we kind of know more about you ty right? You got to tell us um, what is it that you're, what your company is, right? Because the fearless tribe wants to know that. And then um, what, what do you offer?
2: I run an online marketing company. Now we do web design, search engine optimization. We help small businesses get found on the internet. um, And I'm so glad that Google is doing this. I'm a huge techie nerd. I mean, if it's techie stuff, I do it and I love it. And I'm a huge introvert as well. So I I work alone in my office, actually. We have four employees. The other three people that work for the company, the closest one is 4,000 miles away. They live in England. And so I'm in in Seattle, Washington, Seattle area. And so all of my employees are remote. And so I work in my office alone 12 hours a day and just, just burn through work and just just love it. But, um, but yeah, so we do online marketing, uh, search engine optimization. And I, I like really learning all the stuff that Google does to change things. They had, um, we're in October right now, back in June and July, 2021, depending upon when someone listens to this, Google made a change that to me is the biggest and best change that they've ever done in the history of their search engine. It was called their page experience update. And the whole premise of it, and this is step one, the whole premise of it is to help local businesses get higher in the search engines than national businesses. And so like, for instance. If you want to buy Nike shoes, you type in Nike shoes. What happens? It pops up the Nike website. Well, what Google wants to do is to pop up local stores that carry Nike shoes first. You'll still see the Nike website, but wait they want the local stores first because they actually found out that when people use their search engine, more than half of the searches are for local stuff, Right. And, right. And especially when you think about it, you're, if you're on your phone and you're saying, you know, Google, where can I find a restaurant, a store, or something like that. If you're not looking for a restaurant 10,000 miles away from you. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: So That's great. Yeah, and so that's that's the big thing that we do is we help the local companies get their websites higher in the search engine so that they can be found by local customers.
1: Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. And then, so tell us the name of the company and how they can get um, in contact with you.
2: Uh, the company is Portbell. You just go to portbell.com. And that's Or B-O-R-T. you can... Yeah. P-O-R-T. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I was going to say, if you have a a small website yourself and you're wondering, because here's the big thing is even before you work on the optimization and the marketing for your website, you want to make sure that it's ready for that. So I created a workbook and that's at ties, T-Y-S, freebook.com. It's a workbook you can go to yourself and you can go through the steps to find out how well your website is actually doing for the search engines before you even do any marketing.
1: Oh, that's great. That's very useful. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. So they can they can find your company at Port Bell. So dot com, correct?
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: And then the 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 uh, the tool that you're that you're offering mm-hmm. is a TYS free book, right? T Y S F R E E B O O K dot com. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I like to say it out because the thing about it is that people might be really listening to this in different uh, modalities, right? They could mm-hmm. be. They could be like someplace where they can look at the show notes, which is where this is going to also be. But it could also be someplace where they're, they're not able to and they can like jot it down real quick. So that's why I was asking you to spell it out. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. So this has been such a great conversation, Ty. I think that we are at that point in the show where we do our tradition. Are you ready? You ready for our uh, fill in the blank tradition? Sure. <laughs> okay. Yay. All right. I was hoping you would say yes. All right. So here we go. So the first one is... To me, fearless freedom means.
2: To me, fearless freedom means that you face your fears because I don't think that there's any way to not have fear, but when you face them head on, you realize that your fears are not usually the size of a lion. They're the size of a mouse. Nice. Nice.
1: That's a good one thank you i love how you like weaved in facing fear i'm like oh
2: yes
1: (laughs) the next one is if i am fearless i will
2: do anything my mind can be set on
1: sweet 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 (laughs) and then last but not least is my battle cry is
2: You know, I I thought about that one before too, and I guess I I stumble on it because I have more than one. (laughs) Okay, you can share more
1: than one. That's totally fine.
2: But I'm trying to think of the best. I mean, my battle cry really is, "You can do it," because you can do whatever your mind thinks about the most, whether it's negative or positive. So if you're if your mind says I'm not good enough or if you you say I'm not good enough to your mind then your mind is going to go great I'm not good enough. Let's work on that. Or if you say I am good enough and I can do this, your mind is going to say great, I am good enough. We can do this. Let's let's work on that. So that's what I say you can do it. Um, that, that would be that would be my best battle cry for for this.
1: I love it. Yay. <laughs> That was such a, That was awesome. That was really awesome. Yeah. You. you know, so I am so appreciative that you took time out of your busy afternoon because you said it was like yeah. one o'clock your time. Yeah. yeah. Um, to spend time with the Fearless Tribe. We definitely appreciate you. And we love that you were open about sharing your story because I am absolutely positive that not only did I learn from it, but I know that those listening have also learned from your story so you know um that is where we make our most impact when we tell our story and we share how we have been tested because that is the testimony that will help somebody else right that's how we i agree forward. so i, agree. 100% I thank, you
2: yeah.
1: thank you for that awesome so thank you for being on the show
2: yeah. Thank you so much. And please let, let your tribe know if anyone wants to contact me, they can go to portbell.com, just click on the contact button. It doesn't have to be about business. If they just want to contact me, that'd be awesome too.
1: Fantastic.
2: Yeah.
0: Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes,